Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cranberry Radio presents CEO Coach, a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding the finances, set up the staffing, our CEO coaches will break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup management and development, the founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach. I'm Ann Kennedy, president of Outlines Venture Group and author of Global Search Engine Marketing. I'm here with Jillian Music, my partner at Outlines and co-founder of both Moz and Brett Approved. Together, we are serial entrepreneurs helping online companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. You can find out more at outlinesventure.com. Hi, Jillian. Hi, Ann. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing very well. What are we going to talk about today? Well, I think we better talk about uh, Q4. You know, it's nearly upon us. The summer doldrums are over, and hopefully some folks took our advice about heading out of Dodge and taking a holiday. Um, I know we did a little bit, and that's good, but uh, it's time to buckle down. So the kids are heading back to school, and I think today we better talk about how to bump up that productivity game, uh, both the CEO and the key staff. So let's get everybody back in focus here. Um, you want to start with, uh, let's see, Fast Company? I know James Clear has a great uh, piece in there. It's called about uh, something about eliminating distractions. Would that be yeah, a good that- idea? The distractions of summer? Yeah, that's a that's a mantra that Clear talks about over and over again, and a, a lot of the things that he writes. Uh, we'll put some links up, of course, on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash CEO Coach Podcast, so that other people can uh, see what he has to say. Anyway, this particular article, he's talking about a 100-year-old uh, to-do list hack. Don't you yeah, love it? it, it a hack. Kind of sounds, yeah, <laughs> a hack from 100 years ago, right. But right. it really sounds like, you know, what mama told you was right type thing. Uh, these are tried and true, age-old things. Napoleon Hill talked about this. Folks talked about this for hundreds of years. 
there is no way around uh, staying focused and getting stuff done. So it's a matter of not just knowing it, but reminding yourself of it and then implementing it. We all fall by the wayside on this stuff. We all get distracted by the shiny object and, you know, go off in different directions. I think you call it being a beagle, Anne? Yep, and we also know that we cherish that beagleness in the startup world because that's where a lot of fresh new ideas come from. But now we're talking about pr- productivity. And by golly, as you pointed out, we're closing in on the end of the year and we really, really do need to you know, face that December 31st um, with the thought that we may have achieved some of our goals. So right. This so, particular 100-year-old uh, hack, and it's really, mm-hmm. that seems like, you know, the two were an oxymoron, but comes yeah. from a man named Ivy Lee, and it's known as the Ivy Lee Method, and I believe that it is widely taught in business school now, even almost 100 years later. This is from about 1918, you know, um, and we're nearly at 2018 now. Anyway. Uh, Ivy Lee was a productivity consultant, I didn't know they had them in those days, um, who told top executives at Bethlehem Steel to follow five simple steps to become their most productive. He did, and after three months, executive productivity rose so much that the company, by their own choice, rewarded him the equivalent of $400,000 in today's dollars. Not bad for three months work, right? Well, actually, exactly. it was only 15 minutes work with each executive. So you want to know what those five steps were? Absolutely. Okay. The Ivy Lee method comprises, and I'm quoting here to get it exactly right. One, at the end of each workday, write down the six most important things you need to accomplish tomorrow. Do not write more than six. Number two, prioritize those six items in order of their true importance. Number three, when you arrive tomorrow at work, concentrate only on task number one and work until the first task is finished before you move on to the second task. Number four, approach the rest of your list in the same fashion And at the end of the day, move any unfinished items to a new list of tasks for the following day. And number five, repeat this process every working day. Okay, so here, there's a lot of things going on in here, Anne. And um, I would say uh, that a number of things are important to note. One, there are five things going on here, and the five things are about productivity today. So I don't want our listeners to be confusing this with about, uh, if you will, general uh, productivity around major goal sets. Right? This is what you're going to do today and tomorrow. This is your actionable working list that goes on from day to day and might sit in your pocket if you're analog. Right? Otherwise, it sits on your cell phone, which is, I guess, in your pocket anyway. But the point is that um, it shouldn't be confused with setting major goals, um, finding your tactical uh, st- uh, strategies, you know, plans and so on, and getting those things in order, etc. right? This is simply the smallest piece of that. 
on the flip side, I would say that as you think about these things in September, it's a good time to reassess. What the heck have you accomplished the entire year so far? What did you write down way at the beginning of the year that said, this is what we are going to accomplish? Are there things that will prevent you from accomplishing your you know, initial year goals that you cannot control? Or is this about productivity on a daily basis. Let's get it clear and hard. And then these five things start to make sense. And I think we should probably, you know, run through them. I'm reminded of the, as you say that, of the Chinese proverb that a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And clearly we're talking about those very uh, detailed tactical steps. But I ask, how are you going to get to your larger strategic goals without accomplishing these tasks? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, I know you were talking before about, you know, what about emergencies, you know, interruptions. They go on all the time, and it's always connected technology is a big issue and so on. So what do you suppose his point is? His point is that in order to get through uh, the what you need to do that you have set for yourself to accomplish um, your day-to-day tactical uh, steps that will lead you to your larger goals is to prioritize, commit, and focus. And actually, this is... This is core to many other productivity methods, among them the Pomodoro method, which I talk about all the time here. Um, mm-hmm. Mastery, says James Clear, is focus and consistency. If you commit to nothing, you will be distracted by everything. Right. And here's the, I think the killer stream in here is that that goes whether you're talking about those master goals that you set at the beginning of a year or even 10-year goals, right? And whether you're talking about them in the daily basis, it applies as well. And so here we are talking about this very tiny minutia. What are you going to do today? What are you going to do tomorrow? How are you going to manage it? And how are you going to manage things like the distractions? And the answer is simple stuff like even an analog written list or, if you must, um, a non-analog but printed list uh, that, that would be sitting in your you know, Word doc or whatever note uh, form you prefer is what keeps you anchored but you have to keep referring to it, and you have to keep at it. So this thing about prioritization is huge. Um, I would start at, it starts with number one, which says at the end of each workday, you write down six most important things you need to accomplish tomorrow. Do not write more than six. Now, the question is, can you really get six done? And already, Ivy assumes that you may not, because he says you'll put it on the list the next day if you can't. Right? But the idea is that a human can carry six things around, if you will, in their heads. It's possible that we can do seven. Now that we all have a telephone, without the area code, seven is the number of digits we carry around constantly, right? So people do that all the time. Uh, People uh, remember their social security numbers. That's more. Uh, But the point is that half a dozen items are easily managed and kept with you at top of mind no matter what. Now, I'm not going to have a big problem if people start playing with the numbers here, but my point is the guy had a good, you know, a good process and somebody made a fortune on it, I'd say give it a try. So the bit with the six and the prioritization is absolutely crucial. Most people will prioritize, but they will not consider, um, how should I say, the longer-term goals as well as how long they've been carrying this one goal. Remember back in February we talked about having to get your books done? Yep. 
Right. Okay. The problem is that it isn't the biggest thing that's going to move your company forward, but it has enough of a stick as opposed to a carrot that it could stop your company and halt it dead in its tracks. So we need to stop in our tracks just for a moment to let our sponsors have a word, and then we're going to come back to um, these these really interesting ways that you're talking about, Jillian. I want to hear more. Um, so this is CEO Coach, and we'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at wmetraining.com. Money doesn't grow on trees. So you'll probably have a better chance of growing your business with cranberries. What? Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach. Only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to CEO Coach. We're talking today about how to achieve your peak productivity with a very simple method from 1918 productivity consultant, Ivy Lee. Lee's method of choosing and prioritizing your tasks the night before and then working on those alone in the order you set will make you do the most important first thing first each day. Um, yeah, this requires you to make tough decisions and si- stick to a single task at a time, and that's precisely why this method is so effective at getting things done. But Jillian, you were talking before about the difference between daily tasks and our overall goals, and I was really intrigued to find a comment from Warren Buffett about the uh, 25-5 method that he proposes, and that's where you write down your 25 goals, then pick the most important five and avoid the other 20 at all com- costs till you accomplish the top five. That yes. sounds like and a really good way idea, to go. Right? It, it's absolutely yeah. the same idea, and it's a process of triage, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know so- about you, Jillian, but um, I have way more than six things on my list, on my to-do list. <laughs> Yes, and one of the things I've noted is that many of the times we've we've talked about productivity and then I've written about it and, said, and read about it and so on, people say, you know, put everything down on your list, then put them in order and keep going. What these guys are saying is, no, put it on a list, but get the others off the list. Really pull it down so that you're focused only on this triage piece. One of the things that's important is to clear that. You keep talking about, for example, clearing the inbox. It's not enough to simply turn them to I have read it and leave them there. You must remove them from the front. 
If you don't, you return to them when you're not thinking about that issue. You return to issues that shouldn't be taking up your mind share. So what we're really talking about here is gathering your thoughts, prioritizing your thoughts, and then extracting only those that are most important because that actually increases the speed of accomplishing whatever that goal is. Kind of odd, but physically removing it from sight will speed your ability, or excuse me, increases your ability and increases the speed with which you can work on them. So we've got the numbers one and two, which is, at the end of the day, write this all down, right? Then choose the ones that are most important, whether you choose five from Warren Buffett or six from Ivy Lee, right? That's all fine. But when you arrive in the morning, the object is to concentrate only on the first task and then to work on that until that first task is finished. So again, we generally think of these lists as saying, well, I have something major to do. I don't know, I need to write a book, whatever, you know, and so on. And you get to a certain point, and you say, okay, I've done as much as I can on this task today. Now it's in somebody else's hands. The question is, is the task done? And the answer would really be no. So the question then is, how do I manage this one? Uh, as long as we're talking about minutia, the object of the game is to write down how much of a major task you have to accomplish that next day. And when you've handed that piece off and it's in somebody else's court, but it's coming back to you, it still goes back on the bottom of your list because one of the pieces you're going to have to do is to bug the other person to get it back. Indeed. Mm-hmm. And then... And then <laughs> you better get working on it again. Right. The question is, when does it come back up to the top? And yeah. I think that's a daily issue. Yep. Um, so, again, at the end of every day, the question is, is that priority one that was priority one on Monday still going to be priority one on Thursday when it does come back on your desk? Possibly and possibly not, and that's going to be up to you. But, uh, again, approaching the rest of your list in the same fashion Right? And at the end of every day, moving the unfinished ones to the next day's list means that it stays in order and you don't keep dropping pieces. Um, if you can only get three done in a day, it's possibly because of the size of the object, you know, of the products you're working on and possibly because you really didn't focus. One of the things I remember is when I did marketing for uh, small businesses, regional stuff, uh, many years ago, I worked with a number of dentists. And dentists had a process in which they would block book. And block booking meant that the large, complicated cases of whatever it was they were working on, those people would be scheduled first thing in the morning. And the block book might even be four hours, you know, to reconstruct an entire amount of trouble. And in the afternoon, they would simply take care of the bits and pieces, you know, the standard exams and the cleaning and this and that and the next thing. Right? Block booking is what we're telling you to do here for your business as well. Apply the big stuff and don't get distracted. So you and I have talked about that a lot too, Anne. We talk about not opening up your email first thing in the morning. You know, it's surprising that you actually can put it off till after you've dealt with the big stuff so that one can. I know this that we our first impulse is go open the email and see what fires we have to put out today. But that immediately puts one into fireman mode when what we really wanted was wise, uh, learned uh, scholar mode to get a job done, right? <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, so, and um, I, I find it interesting how the people that one has to um, respond to, once a pattern is set, you know, that I know one executive who never opens his email till three in the afternoon, and uh, once the pattern is set, 
the people get used to it and they know that's when, when you'll respond. Right. It's astonishing. I think one point that um, needs to be reiterated here is that multitasking, particularly if you are working on solving complex problems or, um, well, primarily getting your startup, things that really matter to your startup, um, multitasking is a misbegotten concept. I think it's a mistake to confuse being busy with being better. Correct. We all have more than six tasks, but the list can be overwhelming, and feeling overwhelmed is is totally counter to productivity. Yes, it is, and um, the multitasking is kind of giving in and even encouraging that lack of focus um, that is while prized, you know, it's take take a look at the shiny thing because it may be interesting and might be applicable and um the overload of that which is essentially ADD right you're you're just not focused on anything so getting things done about is about focus but it's also about this making the choice uh we should talk about that a little bit and you had an interesting link here to a fast company article about the science of happiness and better and making better choices yeah, this was a real eye-opener for me. It turns out that in general, now broad generalizations, uh, like everything else, there's sort of a continuum, um, but there are two psychological decision-making profiles. There are maximizers and what the researchers at Swarthmore College called satisficers. And this was defined by a um, consultant, Barry Schwartz, uh, quite a while ago, I think 2002, but once you see it and understand it, you say, oh, right, and you could sort of fi- figure where you fit in the spectrum. Maximizers, they may get better results, uh, but they're more likely to feel regret about their decisions, thinking there may be something better out there because the driving force of a maximizer decision maker is to always find the best thing. Um, satisficers, on the other hand, make quick decisions when they find the thing that meets their criteria. And therefore, they are overall more satisfied with their decisions. Right. Um, So so the question is, if you are a maximizer by attitude, if you will, then you have a tendency to analysis paralysis. Precisely. We all do a little bit, and we are all overwhelmed by too many choices and so on. The question is, how deeply are you affected on it? And like everything else, it's a spectrum. You aren't either yes or no. The question is, how far along which spectrum are you? And how will that help you make your decisions properly? And how can you be mindful about it? Because one of the things that Schwartz points out is that people who are always seeking the best wind up measuring their choices against others' choices. And you know what that leads to? A pretty miserable emotion known as envy. And that's where the happiness gap is. So how do you change your decision-making style? Right. Applying that to business, I would say, has to do with, again, understanding where you sit on that spectrum naturally and then guiding your own thought process to say, oh, I'm mindful that I'm spending far too much time thinking about this and the choices and so on. Just do it, move forward, and, you know, and, and kind of don't look back. It doesn't mean don't look sideways and observe what others are doing, but getting obsessed about what somebody else is up to is quite different than being aware of what your competition is doing. And what, um, uh, what Schwartz proposes as a first step is let's get practical. 
the best, or there's a word that circles around us a lot today, perfect. It really doesn't exist in the real world. We all live with limits. Good, but good enough is virtually always good enough. There you go. Yeah. So the question is, um, when does that apply again to your business? And at what point do you have to say, no, this must be totally and extremely, you know, just extraordinary. Uh, Rand Fishkin talks about that at Moz, right? This concept of an MVP, which he says is, no, that's not good enough. The minimum viable product, no, he has to say it's a, a minimally exceptional product, right? And that's kind of, you know, an oxymoron. Is either it's minimal or it's not. Uh, how long do you wait before you launch that next project uh, to the public for testing and so on? What is your process? Making the decision around your process gives you the walls to decide this is comfortable enough for my decision-making process and it supports the growth and expansion of my company. You don't want to sit between the two. You don't want to always shout, just ship it, just ship it. Right, because then the public might look at it and say this really sucks. But you also don't want to hang on to it so long that the public has gone on to somebody else who really was quite sufficient. It was good enough. So uh, there's your balance. Um, making those decisions can be difficult, and there is such a thing as um, this as decision paralysis. This exhaustion comes. Uh, you know, the exhaustion comes in, and then the paralysis happens. Right. But decision-making exhaustion is literally making too many decisions all at once without a process. And it isn't just making decisions. It's making decisions without a process. So we need to take another break for our sponsors. Uh, We will come back with some tips on just how you can change your decision-making process that will lead you to boost your productivity. This is CEO Coach, and we'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, 
So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Jamming and spamming, cashing in the clicks. SEO is always in session, only on Cranberry Radio, cranberry.fm. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music and I are talking about what you must do in September as we cruise towards Q4, and that is boost your productivity. So, Jillian, we were talking about making decisions because prioritizing the tasks that you are going to do each day at the most tactical level is a key element for productivity for a CEO and for your core team leaders. Um, and you were talking about decision fatigue, and I have a little uh, example I'd like to give on that. Um, it plays a key role. It turns out we all have a limited set of decisions we can make in a day. So uh, recently I had to judge 50 entries for the U.S. Search Awards on a very tight deadline. So what I did was I scheduled doing those first in my day for two days so that I could glide through scoring each one of those 50 entries on how well they measured up against the awards uh, criteria. And that is the only thing that got me through it on time was I did it first. Right. I prioritized it. First is that kind of that concept of block booking. It also means that you have the most energy to make those decisions. And when decision fatigue sets in, that block is over. Everybody's going to have to figure out how long it takes before they make the, uh, get to that decision fatigue. One of the things that I think is critical to note is that when someone is depressed or tired, and there is a tight connection between those two as well, Right? They are able to make fewer decisions to the point where they can make none at all, and then the depression is a serious issue. If you notice that you are being able to make fewer and fewer decisions around your business, that the frustration level increases with every single decision, I would say that's an issue around mental health that you should be taking into account. And the first thing I'd say is get enough sleep. Absolutely. About that here. Sleep deprivation leads to this cognitive impairment. It's very similar to intoxication, but it leads to other things as well. You have to focus on things for your business, and if you don't have enough sleep, even the mornings are going to give you insufficient mental power to make the decisions necessary to do well for your business. And you know it. You know it intrinsically, and that's why the decision-making is harder and harder every day because you know you can't do it well. So think about that. Hit the deck. Get some sleep. Yep. Uh, the ob- optimal now is judged by researchers in brain science to be seven to eight hours a night, people. Not mm-hmm. five, not four. <laughs> so That's right. You don't right. want to so- come in and be a sleep-deprived, grumpy puss in the morning. Yes. That's not going to help anybody. So we got to right. wrap up pretty You're not only right. You not only don't want to, but it's a huge indicator that if that's happening to you at, at any time before, you know, 10 or 11 at night, that there is this sleep grumpiness going on, 
you better take note. If others are telling you that they're observing it, you won't observe it yourself. But when others tell you that, you know you're in trouble. And if people think sleep is a waste of time, consider this. Uh, this was proven by researchers at the Finnish Institute of Occupational Health. While you are sleeping, your frontal lobe, which is where you make the decisions, gains activity. In other words, your brain does a lot of work while you sleep. I think of it as the cleaning lady coming in, you know, to dust and throw out the trash and also the, the PA filing all your thoughts for the day. But your sleep time is critical work time for your brain. So we've got... We're, we're out of time, speaking of time. I'm, <laughs> right. So let's a, pop those links into the Facebook page. There'll be even more uh, that we can share with you that we haven't even covered today. Um, go in, check it out at facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. So take us out, Jillian. All right, so that's it for today, this Monday at CEO Coach. We would like to thank our producers at Cranberry Radio for their support. You can download these shows at cranberry.fm slash shows slash CEO hyphen coach. Again, cranberry.fm forward slash shows forward slash CEO hyphen coach. You can also find us at iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many other places around the web. You'll find the links that we've talked about on our articles and much more at facebook.com forward slash CEO coach podcast. Stop by, hit the like button so we know you're out there. Tell us what you'd like to hear on CEO Coach. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy, and you can find out more about how we help companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at outlinesventure.com. Till next week. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.